0: Visit RobertHalf.com today.
1: Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job uh, is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone.
2: There's some new players in town. And they brought the flake.
1: And Antoine Fuqua, director of training day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is the next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You wanna find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June second, exclusively on Paramount Plus. This is Fantasy Football today from CBS Sports. What a play! Can you believe this? <laughs> no, I can't. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Off to the races, and he stays on his feet. This is gonna go the distance. Now here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath.
2: February 6th, perfect time for a mock draft. Not just any mock draft, a Superflex PPR 12-team mock draft. We've actually already begun. Our first pick was Josh Allen, and then I paused the draft. So a lot of suspense here, but Josh Allen was 1.1. And I just want to laugh at something, guys. Dave and Jamie are here. I'm Adam. Thanks for joining us, everybody. I'm looking at the Superflex league that I was in with you guys. I was in two. Uh, here's the, the quarterbacks for the two teams that were in the championship. Uh, the, the quarterback and the super flex. One of them started CJ Stroud and Jaden Reed was his super flex. <laughs> and he scored 26 points, by the way, Jaden Reed. The other one started Dak Prescott and Demarcus Robinson. So I've never seen that before. I I always say, you know, in Superflex, there's no winning strategy. It's just every year I see different things happen in terms of who invested early in in quarterback. Oh, well. This is unbelievable. What?
0: Hold on, though. That's not a good indication. Those two guys in the championship game were bickering uh, because of some ad drops that took place over picking up quarterbacks and dropping quarterbacks. So out of spite, they decided... Uh, one decided I'm not going to start a quarterback and I'm still going to beat you. And the other one said, well, I'm not going to allow that to happen, so I will also not start a quarterback. So that's why that...
2: But I'm they both it. had, like on their bench, they had Derek Carr, who they could have started, and uh, Kirk Cousins, who was on IR, and Joe Burrow, who was on IR. So that does happen, but... Um, yes,
0: that, that that was not a good indication, now that I remember what happened. But the, they don't the, the have, two- but they
2: didn't have good quarterbacks. And our other league, our Bake Burger Dynasty League, the quarterbacks and the winning teams were Jared Goff and Jake Browning. Uh, that was the winning team, and Jordan Love and Jaron Hall <laughs> on the losing team. Uh, so, like I said, I mean, it's it's funny. You're not looking at Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts or Josh Allen in those leagues, but it's only two leagues. Anyway, let's uh, let's get started with the draft here. Um, but my for my point, Jamie, was that different ways. I hate this expression, but different ways to skin a cat in superflex leagues. Wouldn't you agree? I've
0: never skinned a cat, so no.
2: Okay. Well, I've on. Have you the ever club.
1: skinned anything?
0: Uh, my fingers.
1: Yeah, right. A knee, that's about it.
2: I took Jalen Hurts second. I don't really like the second pick because I feel like I have to take a quarterback. I feel like I have to take two quarterbacks with my first three picks if I have an early pick. Because if you wait until the end of round four, you might not like what's uh, what's coming back to you there. Um, Dave, but what's wrong goes with that? No, it's just the way quarterback looks this year, guys. I I wouldn't mind having QBs. 12 and 13 or something like that. But I don't think you're going to get that at at the t- at the 2-3 turn necessarily. But
0: we'll see. No, you're probably looking at like 15, 16, 17 there
2: Yeah. Which could be okay. First four yep. picks yeah. quarterbacks.
0: Last year the uh 22nd and 23rd or 23rd, no, 20 21st, 22nd or 22nd, 23rd based on R E D P, the quarterbacks were CJ C. Stroud and Jordan Love.
2: <laughs> Purdy had to be somewhere near there, right? I'm
0: sorry. No, no, no. I'm, it, was, it was Purdy and, and Jordan Love. CJ Stroud was not drafted based on our ADP.
2: Right. Um, all right. We got Alan. Uh, Alan Hurts, Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Christian McCaffrey. And we have 30 seconds on the clock, and I want to thank... Our listeners and viewers who are in this draft, Benny is on the clock right now with the sixth overall pick, and we're only giving them 30 seconds to make picks, so this is a very difficult thing, and they don't even have updated rankings. I gave them sort of updated ADP, if you want to call it, but it's a difficult challenge for sure. Justin Jefferson goes six. Joe Burrow is QB five. This will be an interesting order with Burrow and Fields and Stroud and Herbert, and we'll see the other guys that go here. Uh, but we have nine listeners. So this is not just any mock draft. This is not the same crew that we usually talk about doing mock drafts. It's me, Dave, Jamie, and nine listeners. And Dave, you took Burrow?
1: I did. Okay.
2: Lamb goes after that. So why did you go with a quarterback there instead of one of the top non-quarterbacks?
1: It's a super flex league. I I kind of agree to the I, I agree with the sentiment that two of your first three picks should be quarterbacks if you want to be competitive. In your super flex spot, Burrow was the best available quarterback. I've got him as my number five QB. Hopefully he'll be healthy next year and we don't have to deal with all these calf issues or anything else that he's got going on. I still think his receiving court will be pretty good. I don't think the offense is going to be in trouble just because Brian Callahan left. And I think he's, he's uh, he's almost as capable of getting 25 fantasy points per game as each of the four quarterbacks taken ahead of him. I think he's that good of a passer.
2: In six-point-per-passing touchdown leagues, Burrow averaged 26.2 points per game in his last five healthy games. Hopefully, you know, he was hitting his stride there, and then he left that Baltimore game. All right, let's look at round one. Jamie Allen, Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, McCaffrey, Jefferson, Burrow, Lamb, Justin Herbert as QB6, Tyreek Hill, Justin Fields as QB7, and then Jamar Chase to the team drafting 12th, who also took Amandra St. Brown. What do you think about that Chase St. Brown start at 12-13 in a PPR three-receiver league?
0: I mean, you know, you just gave an example or two of two Superflex leagues that did not rely on top-tier quarterbacks, and you mentioned one of them was Dak Prescott, who we know was not drafted as a top-five or top-ten guy even last year based on ADP. So I, I think what you'll end up seeing is the, the first four guys will be almost essentially locked in. Um, not necessarily the first four picks, but the first four quarterbacks, once you get to five is where they'll start to be some question marks. And we'll see, you know, once the rookies settle in and free agency and how that unfolds, they mentioned the receiving core for Cincinnati that might scare some people. If T Higgins is gone, for example, from the Bengals of taking Joe Burrow as the fifth quarterback overall. So, um, I, I, I think that's kind of where the, the questions will, will come into play starting at five. Uh, if you don't see one of those, you know, non quarterbacks get taken in the first four picks.
2: I want to get your thoughts on this, uh, Dave. You said two quarterbacks with your first three picks, and you just took Jordan Love, so you went QB-QB. Um, and that's now the third, the fourth team out of the six who have made two selections to go quarterback-quarterback. And if I'm Mike, let's say Mike had the 11th pick, right? He took Justin Fields. In the second round, he took C.J. Stroud. I at least would have been tempted to take Brees Hall. There's only been one running back selected so far. Uh, Brees Hall or... I don't know. I probably wouldn't have taken a wide receiver because
1: AJ Brown.
2: I don't know. I would have, uh, no, I, a moderate St. Brown maybe, not AJ Brown, but let's say Brees Hall or Bijan Robinson and just see what happens. Who's left for me in round three? I can't, I, at this point, I don't want to pass up Brees Hall if I already have one quarterback. I don't know. But you took Jordan, you did pass up Brees Hall. Pass up Brees Hall I did. for Jordan Love.
1: I'm looking to capitalize on the rules of this league and the fact that I can start two quarterbacks. And I think Jordan Love on a per game basis will outscore Brees Hall. It's really what it comes down to is is when it comes to the second quarter, you want to have one stud quarterback if you can help it, Uh, unless you like to play around with your QBs and you want to try and find some value later on and load up at other positions. But I'm looking to try and just put up some raw points. And in a super flex league where you can start two quarterbacks, we know quarterbacks score more than other positions. I love Brees Hall. I think he's got a shot to touch 20 PPR points per game. We saw that toward the end of last season. But I think it's just easier for a lot of quarterbacks to get to that 20-point mark. And I think Jordan Love's got a shot to get near that 25-point-per-game mark. We saw that in his final nine games. He averaged exactly 25 fantasy points per game in six-point scoring. So I'm going to go and try and maximize what I can do with the QB spot and the Superflex spot by going QB, QB. Now, if Jordan Love were not on the board and Dak Prescott were not on the board, I think I would have lean toward Brees Hall over Brock Purdy. It's a real close call between those two. We've seen Purdy each of the last few years get more than 20 fantasy points per game, but I might have taken the chance on Brees just to have that one spot, that anchor running back, that hero RB in my lineup, and then take the best available quarterback in round three.
2: All right, Brees Hall did just go to Benny, who took Justin Jefferson in round one, and then full disclosure, Don't know where. He went A wall in round two, so I took Brees Hall for him. Jamie, did you just make a pick? Yep. You took Bijan. So who do you have? You have Lamar and Bijan. Yep. Okay. Nice. So now let's take a look at the landscape here. Jameer Gibbs just went. So we've got uh, some running backs coming off the board. That's now four running backs. That's I think five or six wide receivers. I'm on the clock. I took Jalen Hurts with the second pick overall. Best quarterbacks available. Um, You got Kirk Cousins. You've got Jared Goff, you got Tua, you got Trevor Lawrence. I'm going to take a non-quarterback here. I'm sorry, I'm going to give myself 30 more seconds. Um, is Travis Etienne still available? Yes, he is. But well, let me take a look at the wide receivers. Who's the best receiver available? A.J. Brown? So I'm going to take A.J. Brown. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take A.J. Brown. Oh, Jay, a little stack there. I don't really you know, care about stacks, but it's fine. If he's the best player available, let's do it. Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, and then I'm probably... Am I going to take a quarterback next, or am I going to chance it and wait about 22 picks to see who's left? Mm. So The question is, do I like any of these quarterbacks? Do I love any of these quarterbacks? And I don't. The last two picks were DJ Moore and Puka Nakua.
1: Hold on a second, though. The, who are the quarterbacks that you're talking about? Well, we got... Trevor Lawrence, we got. I don't
2: have updated rankings here. So Trevor Lawrence, Deshaun Watson, Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers, Tua Tunga I don't think any of these guys are league winners. I'm going to skip. Quarterback. So
1: here's my question, though. I agree they're not league winners, or probably one of them will be. We just don't know which one at this point. Here's the thought: What will be left at quarterback when you're up again? in the end of round four. I think like and a, I compare those quarterbacks to the guys that are available to you now.
2: Oh, worse. I mean, I, look, obviously it's going to be worse, but I'm taking Garrett Wilson here, who I think is a top 20 overall player in a non super flex league. And we'll see, this is an experiment. This is why we do mock drafts. I anticipate it'll be somebody like Derek Carr. Um, Yeah. Derek Carr, or remember we don't have rookies, so no Caleb Williams, no Drake may, but could be, could be maybe Aaron Rodgers, maybe Stafford, something like that. We'll see. Uh, Stefan Diggs is the next pick. So we just had we just had seven straight picks that were not quarterbacks. So I think everybody's kind of feeling the same way uh, about the quarterbacks that are left right now. I also don't want to eliminate the possibility that a guy like Trevor Lawrence could be a league winner or Jamie just took two Tua Iloa to break that stretch. So these guys have a lot of potential. But obviously, uh, three receiver league. You know, I wanted to get I wanted to get a good receiving core there with AJ Brown and Garrett Wilson. Jamie, you don't have a receiver right now, so obviously, in a three receiver league with one QB, you're not likely to go the first three rounds without a wide receiver. But in this format, you have Lamar Jackson, Bijan Robinson, and Tua.
0: Yeah, I didn't expect um, the the four receivers to come off the board. Uh, I was I was hoping to take one of uh, Brown. The order for me would have been. Uh, actually, Puka, AJ Brown, Garrett Wilson, DJ Moore. So I was hoping to get one of those guys, but like you said, once we got to that point, I wasn't gonna take another running back there. It would have been Kyron or Jonathan Taylor. Um, and uh, I didn't, I didn't love the receiver. I, I mean, I love the receiver value. I, I love the receivers that were available, but not over Tua, who I think is still got top twelve upside.
2: All right, we. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna let's recap. Let's re, we, I told you about round one. Round one had. Seven quarterbacks, plus McCaffrey, Jefferson, Lamb, Tyreek Hill, and Jamar Chase. Round two was Amonra St. St. Brown, and then five quarterbacks in a row. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, Purdy, Dak Prescott, Jordan Love, then Brees Hall, and then Kyler Murray. So Kyler-
0: I, I was going to take Kyler Murray where I took Bijan, if he had been there.
2: So that was QB 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. After the 13th quarterback, we had... Four picks to end round two that were Bijan, Gibbs, AJ Brown, DJ Moore. And then three more to start round three that were not a quarterback Puka, Garrett Wilson, Stephon Diggs. All right. So, the, so we had our, our drafters decided that was a tier right there. Kyler Murray as QB 13, seven non quarterbacks. And then Jamie took Tua to start round, or in the, with the fourth pick of round three. Then we had Kyron Williams, Kirk Cousins. Jonathan, what's that? Huge reach for Cousins? Yeah, 100%. Who else would you have taken there? Because he had Lawrence. You would have taken Lawrence? Okay. Yeah, that I mean, team cousins did not have His age
0: coming off an Achilles as a free agent?
2: No chance. Okay. Um, Jonathan, I made the Cousins pick for him. <laughs> Thank you. Well, it was either going to be Cousins or Lawrence, but uh, Jonathan Taylor and then Cooper Cup after, uh, after. Is that a reach, by the way, for Cooper Cup, do you think? I thought so. Yeah. Mike Evans goes. We're Another. we're late in round three here. Thirty uh James Cook just went. Yeah, so not a lot of quarterbacks. Only two so far in round three. And uh Chris Olave just went. Oh wow, how about Cup and Evans going ahead of Olave? Was that a mistake?
1: Yes.
0: Um, I mean you could certainly argue Evans versus Olave. Cup cup should not go ahead of Olave, but you know, if you still believe Mike Evans getting the job done and look we all read him, wrote him off last year.
1: Um he was he was much better. Only all the Saints have to do is feed Chris Olave targets and he's going to be a fantasy superstar. There were 11 games this past season with seven or more targets, actually eight or more targets. He didn't have any games with exactly seven. 17.1 PPR points per game. 5 games with over 100 yards. He's he he just he needs volume. Give him volume even with Derek Carr, man, and he can be great.
2: All right, so I just want to talk about something real quick here. Well, first of all, let me promote uh, a couple of things here. Obviously, it is Super Bowl week. Make sure you watch the Super Bowl. Um, it's on CBS. We have a daily gambling show, though, before the Super Bowl at 5 o'clock, from 5 o'clock to 6.45 p.m. Eastern. Go to YouTube.com slash Sportsline. They're doing a Super Bowl preview show. But we have this show. It is daily, like I said. If you go to YouTube.com Sportsline, you can watch The Early Edge. It is Larry Hartstein, Mike McClure. Sia Najad, and others. It's absolutely fantastic. It's a podcast. You can watch it on YouTube again at youtube.com sportsline, or you can listen to the Early Edge podcast. Terrific gambling advice from, from guys who are ex- absolute experts here. So check them out. Um,
1: absolute experts and a big fat guy with glasses who was pretty good on player props this year.
2: Yeah, I don't know who that is, but check it out. Big fat guy with yeah. glasses. Uh, I'm going to recap round three in a minute here. I want to take a look, though, at two teams... That did not... If uh, Sorry, Schaefer, if you could put the draft board back up for me here. Uh, Thomas Schaefer doing a great job there. If you want to watch, if you want to see the results of the draft, go to our YouTube channel. If you don't typically look uh, watch our show, this is a great time to do it. YouTube.com slash fantasyfootballtoday because we have a draft board as the draft is unfolding. So as you can see, there were two teams that did not take a quarterback in the first two rounds. One of them was Benny, who took Jefferson at six overall, and then Brees Hall in the second round. So he, you know, got two top two-ish running backs and receiver, running back and receiver. Uh, and then he took Kirk Cousins, which you guys said, was a reach, so you could put Trevor Lawrence there. But um, that's his team. Alejandro, who has the 12th pick and is now on the clock with the first pick of round four, he still doesn't have a quarterback. He went Jamar Chase, Amon-Ra St. Brown, and Saquon Barkley. After we recap round three, which only featured two quarterbacks... We're going to take a look at what Alejandro does at the beginning of round four. We'll see if he takes a quarterback there. But first, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back on Fantasy Football today. All right, welcome back here. So let's take a look at round three. It was Puka Nakua to a team that starts Josh Allen, DJ Moore, Puka Nakua. The next pick was Garrett Wilson to a team that starts Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, Garrett Wilson. Then Stefan Diggs, that's a Mahomes, Jameer Gibbs, Stefan Diggs team. Then Jamie took Tua. He has Lamar Jackson, Bijan Robinson, and Tua. Then we had Kyron Williams go, Christian McCaffrey, Kyler Murray, Kyron Williams. I'm not going to read all the teams. It's getting boring. Kirk Cousins, Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup, Mike Evans. We thought those were a little early. James Cook, uh, Chris Olave, and Saquon Barkley. All right, let's resume the draft and let's see if Alejandro, who has Jamar Chase, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Saquon Barkley. Let's see if he dips into the quarterback pool and takes Trevor Lawrence or somebody else. Here we go, Alejandro. You are on the clock. The team after him already has two quarterbacks. They have Fields and Stroud plus Chris Olave. So some of the best running backs available right now would be Isaiah Pacheco, um, Rashad White, and Trevor Lawrence was the pick. Rasheed Rice was just drafted. And Dave, you're up soon. You have Burrow, Jordan Love, and Jonathan Taylor. So if you want a receiver, you'll be looking at guys like Nico, Tank Dell, Michael Pittman, the 49ers guys. Oh, Devon Achan goes. Still only one quarterback for a couple of teams that have already made four picks and won't be picking again for a while. So, like, Jamie, what do you think about this team? Anthony Richardson at quarterback, Tyreek Hill, James Cook, and Devon Achan.
0: I mean, it's solid. Um, You know, you got to hope Richardson's healthy. So it's a little bit of a concern to have that as your as your one without a second one already at this point. But, I mean, we know what he's capable of. Uh, I would probably just flip a Chan and Cook, you know, if we're talking about just in terms of drafting them. But to get both those guys are, are, are great. And Tyreek Kill's still one of the best receivers in football. So hard to, uh, hard to argue with that. All
2: right, Dave, are you on the clock? Not anymore. I just picked. All right, what'd you do? You
1: had Burrow, Love, and Jonathan Taylor, and you took? Debo Samuel, who... I have just a smidge ahead of Brandon Ayuk. There's going to be so much time between now and next year to figure out who the better wide receiver to draft is. But I want to start getting some pieces of that 49ers offense, and especially wide receivers is what I needed to get on my squad. And I just have Debo as my highest ranked wide receiver when I was up in round four, hoping that he can stay healthy but when he is healthy and when he is on the field, and this is last year, even when he was on the field with Ayuk and Kittle, 16.4 PPR points per game. That's what I'm drafting. That's what I'm hoping to get from him. He's my de facto number one wide receiver. Debo Samuel
2: in the games, the 11 games where all of the you know major players for the 49ers played a normal snap share. He was on pace for not, not great receiving numbers, but receiving plus rushing. He was on pace for... Uh, About 1,400 total yards and 14 touchdowns. Um, Beautiful. More picks here. Lawrence to start round three. Rishi Rice, Devon A. Chan, Devontae Adams, Nico Collins, Debo Samuel, Isaiah Pacheco, and Jared Goff. And let's see, where are we here in the draft? I'm a little behind. We had, um, oh, Jamie, you're up. You're on the clock. Uh, After Goff went. So Jamie has Travis Etienne. Oh, nice pick. Very nice pick, Jamie. Oops. Uh, what did i just do there sorry about that um tough to be the uh the host and the commissioner and draft Brandon Ayuk is the pick oh Jamie you must be really excited about getting etn there
0: uh yeah i was just looking again you know the two of the teams behind me have two wide receivers already so we'll see if uh, uh, the receiver that i want comes back to me but um, I felt he was the best player on the board at that point. So, not having a receiver is not great, but I'll take one in round five. Uh, there's a handful of guys that I like, but there's one in particular that I'm targeting.
2: And then I'm on the clock now. And remember, I decided to skip quarterback and take Garrett Wilson. And it really worked out. I have some very good quarterbacks available to me. Uh, I have Deshaun Watson. I have Aaron Rodgers. Because how many quarterbacks? And you get to the good ones. One, two, three. Only four quarterbacks have been taken since my last pick, which was, I think, 22 picks ago. Well, these are still good for your number two guy, um, and one of them will probably. Uh, I'll just take. I'll just take Deshaun Watson. Stop wasting of time. Of course here. you will. Hey, Deshaun Watson. I will tell you, he averaged, he averaged twenty point five fantasy points per game and six point per passing touchdown leagues in his five healthy games, and he didn't really play well, but he rushed enough. I think he was on pace for about four hundred and fifty rushing yards. So, um, I like it. And that last two picks were. To the guy with the number one overall pick, Michael Pittman and Rashad White. All right, not bad, not bad. Uh, I do not have a running back yet, so let's get there. And who is the highest-ranked running back for you guys? If you want to help me out here, so I'm trying to navigate. Do I
1: have to? Do I really have to? Uh,
2: I have J- Josh Jacobs as my highest-ranked running back. Is that who I want to take? You never That's know. That's why I would out.
1: take. I think I think if you are looking for a running back, I think he's the last good one there. The guys after that, Kenneth Walker, Alvin Kamara, David Montgomery, Ramondre Stevenson, it's it's those types of names. Those guys are going to be good, but I think Jacobs can be at least as good as those guys with upside to be better. We just don't know what his situation will be because he's a free agent.
2: Yeah, you know, I'm really surprised that Tom, who had the number one overall pick, look at his team, guys. Josh Allen won, DJ Moore, Puka Nakua. Michael Pittman. Those are his three receivers. We also started league, nice. And Rashad White is his RB1. He, so that he's not going to have another quarterback until the 72nd pick, if he even goes with a quarterback there, the end of round six. So it takes Josh Allen and then four straight non-quarterbacks. Let's see, what did Jacob do? Jacob, Jacob took Baker Mayfield. He was another guy. He had the third pick. He went Mahomes in round one. Jameer Gibbs, Stefan Diggs, Brandon Ayuk. He just took his second quarterback. So, teams are not, uh, our drafters here are not exactly prioritizing it. Jamie takes Tank Dell. Ooh, I love oh. ETN and Tank Dell in round That was four the guy
0: I was hoping to take in round two. Yeah, four. Nice. I knew it.
2: All right, Michael on the clock here with McCaffrey, Kyler Murray, Kyron Williams, Jared Goff. And let's see who Michael takes. It's really tough for, the, for, the, for everyone, really, without updated rankings and with only 30 seconds on the clock. It takes Jalen Waddell um Dell all right go ahead and talk about that Jamie Dell over Waddle well I think Dell
0: can be the the number one guy in his in his receiving core and we saw that for a stretch last season when he was, was healthy and you know playing a little bit better than Nico Collins but look I think both Collins and and Dell are one and one a depending on how you want to view them I don't think Waddle's far behind them uh, by any stretch but we saw Waddle struggle a little bit last season injuries played a part in that um as we talked about last week I think the uh the um Goal of trying to get Tyree kill two thousand yards also played a role too of just maybe featuring him a little bit more than what we saw, but in any event, I think Waddle is uh, is an excellent choice. And and to be honest, uh, like I said, I was I was hoping for Dell in I would have taken Dell in round four. I thought the value free 10 was too good. However, if Dell had gone, Waddle would have been
2: the next choice for me. Dave, you think we should give Krana Shah a birthday shout out? Krana I mean, won the- three of. Three cha- fantasy football championships and 1,200 bucks. Happy birthday, Krana. Happy birthday. Yeah.
1: That makes for an exciting celebration. Probably a couple of stuffed Chicago-style pizzas, some milkshakes, and then uh, it's some Krona's birthday, 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 not your morning. No, oh, everybody. That's how everybody celebrates. All right. Taking a look at the draft here. I'm pretty sure I'm deaf. Don't let Adam order any food for you. Dave took a
2: tight end. Congratulations. We have a tight end. Sam Laporta, middle of round five. Followed by Matthew Stafford. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was drafted after Jalen Waddle. Then Sam Laporta, Matthew Stafford, Derek Henry, Will Levis, Ken Walker.
0: Um, So Benny's got the all Achilles team.
2: Uh, Benny, uh, Unfortunately for Benny, he is a wall. I have no idea where he is, and I have been sort of drafting for him. I have been drafting for him. So, sorry, buddy. I'm screwing up two teams today. But tight end is something we should talk about in this league. I mean, it's seriously devalued when you consider two quarterbacks, full PPR, three receivers, and a flex. So Laporta goes with, what, 48, 6, like the 55th pick or something like that. I don't even know. Um, and then we have Stafford, Derek Henry, Will Levis, Ken Walker, and Devontae Smith is the last pick. Alejandro has only one quarterback. He's about to make his sixth pick. He picked Trey McBride. I love it. I love let's see where this goes. He has a really damn good team, except he doesn't he only has one quarterback and it's Trevor Lawrence. But you can win that way. Uh Trey you can. Zay Flower. By the way, Trey McBride is tight end too, is also pretty interesting. But then Zay Flowers and Keenan Allen. Do you guys like Zay Flowers and Keenan Allen there at the beginning of round six in this draft?
1: Definitely, and especially because it's a PPR league in the case of Keenan Allen, I still think, I don't think he's going to be as good as he was this past season for a couple of reasons. Number one, he's older, he's 32 years old. Number two, we expect Jim Harbaugh's offense to be a little more run-leaning, so probably not as much passing, which is stupid because they've got Justin Herbert, and that dude should be throwing the ball 30-plus times Mm -hmm. a game. But I do think he can register right around 15 PPR points per game, give you a lot of seven-catch, 80-yard type games. So he's solid in this range. Maybe should have gone a little bit sooner. Zay Flowers is probably going to be a little bit more boomer bust because of the offense that he's in in Baltimore. But, man, he's talented and a lot of fun. And he's going to win you some weeks on his own. He's going to have some huge blow-up weeks along the way. So certainly in that range of being kind of right around 60th overall in a super flex, which is where he went.
2: All right, the next picks were, after Zay Flowers and Keenan Allen, we had T. Higgins and Jordan Addison. And Dave Richard is on the clock, taking a look at Dave's Yay! team. Joe Burrow, Jordan Love, Jonathan Taylor, Debo Samuel, Sam Laporta. A tough run for Dave there because five wide receivers. Well, he took DK Metcalf, though. so um, So that's five wide receivers now in a row. But I was going to say you probably needed a wide receiver, and you got one. Oh, good job.
1: And actually, like, it's going to be a close call between him and Jaden Reed in a lot of my drafts, but he was easily the highest ranked wide receiver that I had left on the board. I'm really trying to look at the Seahawks through a new lens. We've got a new coaching staff in place, new philosophies on offense. I don't know about a new quarterback. We'll see what they decide to do there. But I still think DK Metcalf can be the number one wide receiver. He's been right around 14 PPR points per game each of the last three seasons. So if I draft him with that type of expectation, this is round six in the super flex. Totally happy to have him as uh, what's going to end up being my wide receiver, too.
2: All right, the next pick was Amari Cooper to Benny. And it's a shame because I really kind of wanted to draft Amari Cooper, but uh, I'm drafting for Benny, so... <laughs> So thanks for nothing, Benny. Travis Kelsey, you really got to start thinking about the the big four tight ends here. Travis Kelsey gets drafted. I think I'm going to take Mark Andrews if he is available. Let's see if Jamie takes him here to pair with Lamar Jackson. Um, And also could be thinking, it might. is it too early? Jamie takes Drake London. Is it too early oh, I love it. to um take a third quarterback? Some teams haven't even taken their second quarterback, but is it too early?
0: I think it depends on who your quarterbacks are. You know, so in the case of uh, in the case of is it Matthew, um, taking a third quarterback here when you have Anthony Richardson and Will Levis probably makes some sense. In your case, Jalen Hurts and Deshaun Watson, probably not. You know, so well, maybe so with, with Watson. So uh you can consider it. But yeah, I, I think it depends on who your two quarterbacks are. You know, if you feel comfortable with their health and, and their their consistency and what they're able to bring to you, then then you shouldn't. Like, you know, Dave has probably a tough call with Joe Burrow's health, you know, in, t- in terms of taking a, a third quarterback. Uh, but you know, if you go quarterback quarterback, it probably is you know you're, you're trusting on the two guys that you drafted.
2: I mean, I say this every time I do a super flex draft. If you don't, especially if you don't love your quarterbacks, draft four. Don't even be. You can draft five because I guarantee you, you can get more in trade for that quarterback than what was available to you with your draft pick. Perfect example. I drafted. Uh, four, I think four quarterbacks, I traded Baker Mayfield for DJ Moore. And and it wasn't even a bad move for Thomas who got Baker Mayfield. He was a very valuable quarterback for him. But DJ Moore was a valuable player for me as well. Um, I, I, so Calvin Ridley, Jamie took uh, Drake London. Then Calvin Ridley went. Then I took Mark Andrews. Geno Smith went. Alvin Kamara went. And I really need a running back here. My goodness. Um, all right, help me out, guys. Give me a running back to draft here looking at Nick Chubb.
1: I don't, I don't think. Well, I is. want you to have a competitive team. You oh. should take Dalvin Cook or Cam Akers. Is David Montgomery uh, still available? Ramonje. Take Ramonje.
2: I like Montgomery. I'm actually going to take David Montgomery.
1: It's not the worst pick. It's no. probably who I had ranked the highest uh, among who was left because Camara went. Camaro would have been my pick for you otherwise.
2: We're into round seven, and I, I was considering Derek Carr there. I have Jalen Hurts and Deshaun Watson. I was considering getting that third quarterback, but. So be it. I'll I'll get get my RB2. Jacob is on the clock. Jacob Olson. Jacob has Mahomes, Jameer Gibbs, Stefan Diggs. Uh, He has Brandon Ayuk. He has Calvin Ridley as his wide receiver three. He has Baker Mayfield as his QB2. And now he has George Kittle. So I think Dave triggered the tight end run. Sam Laporta in the middle of round five. We had McBride, Kelsey, and Andrews in round six. And we have George Kittle in round seven. And Jamie just took Jaden Reed. You know, it's interesting. I tweeted this last night, Jamie. I looked at our mock draft from January, our half PPR mock draft. Four Packers receivers drafted in the top 100. And I cannot remember that happening. I mean, even if it didn't happen, I wouldn't. If it had happened, I wouldn't remember anyway. But four wide receivers from one team drafted in the top 100. That's wild. And uh, you took Jaden. I think you took the first one. Yes. Watson's still on the board. Yeah, what do you think about that?
0: I mean, look, it, it it's a little volatile because of how they performed at certain times throughout the season. The thing that's concerning about Reed is his best numbers came when Christian Watson was not there. You know, But you got to hope that they continue to use him like they did when Watson was out, which I, I would hope would include giving him more opportunities in the run game as well. We'll see what they do with their backfield. But I think he's still the one with the highest ceiling. Watson not far behind that. And then the other two guys, I think, are a little bit more concerning. Uh, Dobbs should definitely be drafted. Octavian Wicks is going to be one of those guys that's a you know decent late round flyer just based on what he showed. Um, but the the top three guys should I think be locked in based on how they performed, what they should be able to do, and what you know hopefully they'll continue to do based on what they showed this past season.
2: I'm going to recap the draft a little bit here after Dave makes his pick. He's on the clock. I'm going to give you 30 more seconds, Dave. Oh no, you took all right. You took Derek Carr.
1: I took the third quarterback.
2: Okay. Yeah, it's a boring pick, but it's a it's a smart pick.
1: Oh, it's annoying as hell because you've got so many other spots to fill, but you're you're trying to get someone who can either be flipped for value later on for a player that was taken ahead of him. That's the whole idea is that I don't intend to start Derek Carr unless injuries hit me between Burrow and Jordan Love. And if right. that were to happen, then, yeah, I'm starting Derek Carr. But if I can get to like week 10. And I can flip Derek Carr for something good. It'll be somebody who was taken before Derek Carr in this draft. And it's it might have been a little early, but I know that there's a team on the end that only has one quarterback. And I wanted to have that third. And I just I couldn't stomach Daniel Jones, Bryce Young, Russell Wilson, Kenny Pickett being my third guy.
2: Yeah, it's a good point.
1: Uh, it's, a, it's a premium. Like, I'm paying for the premium. I paid for the premium of having two quarterbacks by taking two th- two of three with my first three picks. I paid for the premium of Sam LaPorta and now I'm paying for the premium of Derek Carr. And I'm going to suffer a wide receiver. My wide receiver three will not be pretty. My, my RB two won't be pretty, but the rest of my team is going to be pretty nice.
2: All right, let's take a look at what Alejandro does. Then we're going to pause the draft and we're going to recap the last two rounds. We're in round we're at the end of round seven right now, pick 84. Overall, Alejandro only has one quarterback and it's Trevor Lawrence. And he is on the clock for two straight picks. So, Alejandro, whenever you're ready, let us know what you're going to do. Uh, Joe Mix- Some of the recent picks were Derek Carr. Uh, Christian Watson went right before. Derek Carr, Joe Mixon, Kyle Pitts, Russell Wilson, Ramondre Stevenson, and Tony Pollard. And we're going to do one more pick before we take a break here. It's the first pick of round eight. And Alejandro, I think you know that it's a super flex league. I assume. So let's see if you take a quarterback here. Or maybe he's just like, eh, might, might as well just Hey. He took a quarterback. He took Daniel Jones. All right, we're going to pause the draft. We're going to take a commercial break. When we come back, we'll recap rounds six and seven. And you're going to see very good running back value, which you see a lot in this type of format. Three receivers in super flex and full PPR. Um, and we'll talk about that after a break here on Fantasy Football today. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks a lot for tuning into today's show. Remember, we have five episodes this week. We're going to have Beyond the Box score, uh, we're going to have a mailbag, and we're going to have a Super Bowl preview. That will be on Friday. So, recapping rounds six and seven of this 2QB league, as we mentioned, uh, Dave, you know what? Why not I just do round five, too? It was Rashad White, Josh Jacobs, Baker Mayfield, Tank Dell, Jalen Waddle, Aaron Rodgers, and then the first tight end comes off the board in the middle of round five. Sam Laporta, Matthew Stafford is then picked, then Derek Henry, and then after Matthew Stafford, you know, well, I, I wouldn't say that. Will Levis was picked there. Will Levis was picked ahead of Geno Smith, Derek Carr, Russell Wilson, these kind of boring veterans. So it's a risky pick for a team that also had Anthony Richardson. Luckily, he also drafted Russell Wilson. We'll see if Russell Wilson's a starting quarterback next year. Probably will be. Ken That's Walker. Luckily. Ken Walker goes later, uh, goes uh, let's see, that would be the uh, 50, that would be the 59th pick, and then Devontae Smith after that. All right, round six. Trey McBride, and then five, six straight wide receivers. Say Flowers, Keenan Allen, T. Higgins, Jordan Addison, DK Metcalf, Amari Cooper. Any bad picks there? Flowers, Keenan, T. Higgins, Jordan Addison, DK Metcalf, Amari Cooper?
1: No, good stuff. You don't think it's a little too early for Addison? Uh,
0: it it it's too early for Addison, but I don't think it's a bad pick, you know. So, you know, if you're banking on upside, and I, I just assume Thomas was drafting for Michael, so uh, that's why it went there. But in any event,
1: um, you know, Addison <laughs> is
0: is probably at the tail end of this group, but yeah, a little soon. But right. i do
1: not <laughs> Yeah, we're talking about like maybe four or five wide receivers too soon. I would definitely take Metcalf, Cooper, Drake, London ahead of him. I'm looking into round seven to see if there's any receivers there. Jaden Reed, I'd take ahead of him. But that's about it. So he's in that range, but toward the back of that range.
2: Travis Kelsey is the third tight end off the board. Drake London, Calvin Ridley. It really, let's explain real quick Calvin Ridley's situation here, Jamie, and what might happen with him.
0: So if the Jaguars give him a contract extension, they have to give the Falcons a second round pick, which I don't think is going to end up happening. I do believe if they give him the franchise tag and work around it, then they don't have to give any draft compensation. But I'm not 100% sure on that. So there is some sort of ways around giving up the draft pick. But obviously, if you give him the franchise tag, you're paying him a significant amount of money for one year based on how wide receivers will get paid. So it would not be surprising if he enters free agency. I believe he's going to be 30. uh, And they allow him to walk and see where he uh, ends up signing. So a little bit of a risky pick, uh, but obviously could pay off big. He did show the potential to still make plays. Obviously, he was very unlucky with some of the touchdowns, uh, but still a very quality wide receiver. And at this point, to be a number three fantasy wide receiver for Jacob, that's a pretty good bargain.
2: But you could certainly argue that Christian Kirk should be taken ahead of Calvin Ridley.
0: Uh, you certainly can, yes. But there's there's probably more upside with Ridley still, depending on, again, where he signs.
1: What if Ridley goes to another team and Kirk goes back to being the number one right. wide receiver in Jacksonville?
0: Yeah, no. I mean, I mean certainly we saw last year that uh, Kirk was awesome, but uh, I think, again, if you're talking ceiling, Ridley's ceiling is still higher. Uh,
2: after Ridley, Mark Andrews went, then Geno Smith. That was round six. Round seven looked like this. Um, only two quarterbacks taken, one tight end, and the rest were running backs and receivers. But but look at the running back value in this round, David. Yeah. You get Kamara, David Montgomery, then Kittle, then Jaden Reed, George Pickens, Christian Watson, then Derek Carr, Joe Mixon was like a top 5 running back this year, wasn't he? Um, top 10 at worst. Kyle Pitts, Russell Wilson, Ramondre Stevenson and Tony Pollard. So you got you got Kamara, Montgomery, Mixon, Ramondre and Pollard compared to Jaden Reed, Pickens, Christian Watson. Do you like the running backs better than the wide receivers in this round?
1: Good value for the running backs. These are going to be the type of rushers that you'll settle for on draft day. They'll get to a spot where you'll feel like, OK, I know they're not what they once were or for the younger running backs in this range who they may never be, but they can still give me you know, 13 PPR points per game on average. Joe Mixon was 11th among running backs in PPR points per game, finished the year pretty strong, I'd say. And so you're hoping that he can carry that over into whatever his situation is going to be. In 2024, uh, can he be a top five? Can any of these running backs go on to be top five or top 10 running backs in 2024? I have a little bit of a hard time believing it, but uh, there, there is potential, especially in PPR leagues, for Mixon if he ends up in the right spot. For Stevenson, if he gets back to the right spot in New England, you know they're going to upgrade their offensive line. Montgomery's role probably is going to change. It's unlikely that he'll get there. Camara might still be able to get there. I'm just worried about him being in a spot where, He's playing a little bit less, getting a few fewer carries uh, from game to game and making an impact in the passing game. Hopefully that's with an offense that values him properly, and there's no suspension this year, so should be able to have a shot at getting at least 14 games out of him over the course of the season. There are still some running backs left who I think carry some good value and are in that same type of range as the running backs that were taken in round seven.
2: Yeah, Um you mentioned uh, Mixon was 11th per game. He was 6th overall. Montgomery, I just want to give this stat real quick on Montgomery. The last nine games of the year after he came back from injury, basically splitting pretty evenly with Jameer Gibbs. Uh, Gibbs was the number 8 running back per game in full PPR. Montgomery was the number 20 running back per game in full PPR uh, on pace for 13 touchdowns, but only 19 catches. That was the issue there for Montgomery. All right, let's get the draft rolling again. And here we go. A first pick of round eight was Daniel Jones to Alejandro, who has Trevor Lawrence and Daniel Jones. And no, I'm not drafting for him. All right, let's go to uh, Mike now on the clock. Mike started with Fields and Stroud. So his first two picks from 11 were quarterbacks, Fields and Stroud. And he has Ken Walker and Ramondre Stevenson at running back. Olave, Rasheed Rice, and Zay Flowers at wide receiver. And now he took Christian Kirk. I think that's a really good pick. And then Jackson Smith and Jigba is the next pick. Um, Another one I like. I don't know how that's going to play out. If all three guys are back, if Lockett, Metcalf, and JSN are back, can JSN break out or does he need one of them to be gone?
1: I think he needs one of them to be gone. And I think it needs to be Lockett. He's the oldest one of the group. He's 32 years old. Um, Didn't get to 12 PPR points per game this year. It's the first time in three years that that happened. If he's back and he's more of a role player, and they just they funnel more targets to the middle of the field to JSN, then I think that that could really work out just fine. But I'm I'm kind of hoping that Lockett could be a cap casualty, goes on to a different team, maybe reunites with uh, Shane Waldron in Chicago, works as a number two or a number three receiver there, and we the doors kick down for JSN to see seven plus targets a game.
2: Okay, after JSN, we had Austin Eckler, and then we had Tajay Spears, and now Dave is on the clock. If you want to walk us through your pick, you picked Nick Chubb.
1: Last of the best running backs that were available. We'll see how he does coming back from his injury and whether or not he's even on the Browns, but he's been a beast whenever he's been fine, and usually running backs like that can heal up and be at 80% of what they were, if he were healthy, obviously he would have been long gone by now. I'm hoping to get some good value with this pick in round eight.
2: Man, it's funny when you don't have the rookies and you can't draft, you can't really draft Sam Howell, you know, or the guys that right. it's <laughs> there. And yeah, this not... is
1: why I took Derek Carr. Right, when exactly.
2: I yeah, exactly. Kenny Pickett just went, I don't know. if he, he, oh, Bryce Young is still available. But, I mean, we are pretty much out of starting quarterbacks.
1: You
0: could, could, I mean, essentially take placeholders because you know they're going to be rookies in place. So you justify it that way.
2: You could do that, yeah. (laughs) All right, Pickett was selected. And uh, we'll see what Michael does here. He takes Chris Godwin. All right, Godwin goes in round eight while Mike Evans went in round three. And, Jamie, you selected Terry McLaurin. Oh, yeah, what do you think about Cliff Kingsbury? Uh, Offensive coordinator now for the Commanders.
0: I mean, look, it's a little questionable hire, but you know his offenses have been productive uh, at times um, in his various spots. A lot of it's been with some good quarterbacks. We'll see who the quarterback is there. Um, a lot of people trying to connect the dots that Caleb Williams will end up with Washington if the Bears decide to keep Justin Fields, but they're going to go with a, with a new quarterback nonetheless, I would assume. Um, I think it's an upgrade for all the players in Washington, just based on what we saw last year, I don't think the enemy system was great for that team. Uh, obviously, I don't think Sam Howell was great for the receiving core. So this feels like a steal for, for McClure, and I would love to get him in this spot as my fourth receiver. My God.
2: I got to say, I, I, I kind of hate the wide receivers who are available now. I mean, I'm sure there'll be some good ones. You've got Jahan Dotson. You've got Romeo Dobbs and Dontavian Wicks. Mike Williams, I think, is still on the board. I'm taking Aaron Jones here. Um, but you have your wide receiver. How many wide receivers do we think are off the board? I wonder maybe about 30 Schaefer. I don't know. Oh, now you're, you're busy doing that. I'll, I'll try to count it after my next pick. Oh, two more picks have been made. James Connor and Evan Ingram. All right. Bryce Young was se- uh, was selected. So just like, forget
0: 37 it. receivers,
2: 37. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough now. Oh, but Deandre Hopkins is, I think this is a good time to gamble on Hopkins. Let's see if there's anybody else. I'm on the clock.
1: I agree. There's a, there's a handful of receivers that are names you know. They're not exciting, but we've seen them be productive in at least one of the past two seasons. If you're looking for like 12 or 13 PPR points, there's more than three receivers that can help you here.
2: Would you take DeAndre Hopkins or Quentin Johnston?
1: Hopkins. Hopkins, though, so, yeah. For now.
2: All right. Yeah, I mean, if, the, if they select a wide receiver at five overall, that's going to be pretty bad for Johnston. If they select a tight end or a line, then... I think Johnston his 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 fantasy value will certainly get a boost. So James Connor, the last pick of round eight, round nine is Evan Ingram, DeAndre Hopkins, Brian Robinson. Jamie takes Najee Harris. Um, do you do you wish you had taken Aaron Jones, James Connor, or Brian Robinson uh, instead of Over McLaurin? McLaurin? Yeah, no way. Okay. Uh, let's see who Michael takes. He took Chris Godwin last time up. Yeah, so we got a little running back run there. Cortland Sutton, I think, yeah, you're going to see better running back value. Still Raheem Mostert on the board, don't we? And, I mean, he
1: needs... No one believes. He needs to get drafted
2: very soon.
1: No one believes.
2: But let's take a look. Deontay Johnson's still on the board. George Pickens went in the seventh round. Najee Harris went in the ninth round. And has there been, Jamie, in your opinion, an Arthur Smith adjustment in this draft here? Uh, Do you think... Did Pickens go too early? He went ahead of Christian Watson and Christian Kirk and JSN. Did Najee go too late? Najee went after Aaron Jones, James Conner, and Brian Robinson.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I like Najee better than Nick Chubb. Uh, behind Aaron Jones and James Conner, uh, I, I was really hoping for – the only guy that would have taken over McLaurin, honestly, would have been Tajay Spears if he, if he fell. Um I think that this is going to be a run-centric offense, which is why Mike Tomlin made the hire. Uh for Pickens, look, we we saw a great year for AJ Brown. So he can take a dynamic wide receiver and get good production out of him, even with a questionable quarterback, but I don't think this is gonna maximize George Pickens, you know, just based on what we've seen from uh from Arthur Smith and certainly from from Kenny Pickett. So it's tough to say that this is a, a, a great situation for him, as we discussed last week. I think it's great for the running backs. You know, I think it's going to be great for Najee. I think it's going to be great for Jalen Warren. I think both guys have the ability to be very productive. And so uh, clearly we're, we're factoring the quarterbacks here, so why Najee gets pushed down. But again, to be your third running back, that's a pretty good value to get. Same thing with Jalen Warren, wherever he ends up going.
2: All right, we have a serious run of running backs in round nine. You know, we talked about it a little bit earlier how the running back value was pretty good. That's probably about to change as they're all being drafted here. Now you're going to get good tight end value, I think. I'm going to take a, a pause in the draft. Uh, we are done with round nine. So let's recap rounds eight and nine real quick. Uh, in rounds eight and nine, only three quarterbacks were selected. They were all in round eight. We're, I'm not sure how many more are going to be selected, but we've gotten more than 40 wide receivers off the board If somebody wouldn't mind taking a quick count of the running backs who have been selected, I'd love to know where we are in that. So uh, Daniel Jones was the first pick of round eight to a a guy who needed a second quarterback. Then Christian Kirk, JSN, Eckler, Tajay Spears. Obviously, that could be an amazing pick. Uh, Nick Chubb. 32 running backs. 32 running backs? Yep. And what do we have? About 41, 42 wide receivers? In that range, yep. Um, all right. So again, Daniel Jones, Christian Kirk, J.S.N. Eckler, Spears, Nick Chubb, Kenny Pickett, Godwin, McLaurin, Bryce Young, Aaron Jones, James Connor. That's the end of round eight. Evan Ingram became tight end seven, I believe. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, Evan Ingram was the first pick of round nine.
0: Evan Ingram is uh, should get the media award for the Pro Bowl. He was the most uh, generous with his time of all the superstars. Really. Nice. That's cool.
2: Uh DeAndre Hopkins, Brian Robinson, Najee Harris.
0: I take that back. Him, him and Tua should get a tie. Tua was awesome.
2: I like Tua. I, I want to hang out with Tua.
0: Is Zach he... Zach Brooke and I caught Tua on the way to the bus, and he uh Zach had a very uh fun social media post that he's gonna do with him. Asked him, can he name all the wide receivers that he threw two touchdowns to? And he uh he got stumped on a few of them, but he stood there until he got them all.
2: <laughs> nice, good for him. All right, Ingram, Hopkins, Brian Robinson, Najee Harris. We're in round nine. Cortland Sutton, Deontay Johnson, DeAndre Swift, Raheem Mostert, J.K. Dobbins, Javante Williams, Dalton Kincaid, tight end eight, and Jalen Warren. Jamie, you took Najee over Warren, so obviously you prefer that. Dave, do you like Warren or
1: Najee in full PPR? Najee over Warren, it's very close between the two.
2: Okay. Start round 10. Pick 109 overall. See where we're at. Um, again, if you want to see the draft, youtube.com slash fantasy football today. You can click the live tab if you're having trouble finding it, and you'll see all all of our shows archived here. You can tell me if I'm having a good hair day or not. I got a haircut the other day, so I'm feeling pretty good. The answer's happy. no. I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling good about it, Dave. I really am.
1: Do you? Yeah. it's a good. I, I like feel it. like your hair is better when it's like a little bit taller in the front.
2: Yeah. Just all right. my Well...
1: I agree. When in it's not like, flesh up against your forehead like that.
2: <laughs> Thanks. Um, first pick is Romeo Dobbs. A- am I crazy? I-, I don't feel this way, but would I be crazy if I just wanted to avoid all Packers receivers?
0: No. I mean, again, you-, you saw it in spurts last season. You know, Watson going down really opened the door for a lot of those guys. Watson came back, and even in a minimal role, Jaden Reed disappeared. And so, you know, is, is that a byproduct of, you know, just Jordan love being great and spread the ball around and find all these guys and doing different things. Or is it a byproduct of that's just, you know, the, the nature of this offense, that there's going to be one guy in a different, different week because that's how it'll operate. So um, I'm sure when I ask uh, Matt LaFleur at the owner's meetings, what do you think of your receiving core? This guy was Devante Adams. That guy was Devante Adams. This guy looks <laughs> like Devante Adams. This guy plays like Devante Adams. Um, he'll compare them all to his best receiver, but as long as there's no changes, I think all all three of the top guys have the chance to be sort of number three receivers. I don't think you want to draft either one of them as a starter in twosie. Really,
2: Dave's on the clock, and he just took. Uh, oh no, he didn't take anybody. I've yet. taken anybody yet. Uh, Romeo Dobbs. Do here's here's round ten. Romeo Dobbs, Zamir White, David Njoku, Chuba Hubbard, and Dallas Goddard. Uh, is Hubbard going before Miles Sanders. Do you think Miles Sanders and DeAndre Swift are back with their respective teams next season?
1: No for Sanders and possibly for Swift. I don't think he's going to command a huge contract. But what I like about Swift is that he can still play in a pretty decent-sized role, and he's still relatively young. This is a PPR league. We know he can catch the ball. He didn't do that in Philadelphia. If he leaves Philadelphia, he could reclaim that role in a big way potentially. So getting him to be my RB3 and potentially end up being my RB3 too because i just don't know what's going to happen with nick chubb i don't hate it i thought the value on deandre swift was pretty good
0: yeah i i, I agree with dave on on swift's ability but I, I think i go the other way i think sandra stays in carolina and i think that swift is gone
1: all right i um, kind of want swift to be gone now if they, i think
2: they correct me before, they get a third round compensatory pick if he leaves or no or did they already get that for Miles Sanders? Okay, I think they already got that for Sanders leaving, or something like that.
1: Right, but there—I don't know the formula for the compensatory picks. It's just the one thing I've never been able to wrap my brain around. I'll just let the reporters tell me that stuff. They might get something for Swift after one year. I just don't know. I just remember when they traded. Maybe it was
2: they traded a third-round pick for him, and then everyone's saying, "Well, they'll get that back if he leaves in free agency, or they'll get that back for Sanders." I—I I can't remember what it was. But all right, uh, we have a few more picks here. Khalil Shakir, who actually led all wide receivers in yards per target. Uh, but we have to rewind. So after Hubbard, it was Goddard. Dave took Jacoby Myers. Khalil Herbert was the next pick. Then Joe Flacco. Then Khalil Shakir. Two Khalils in this round. Khalil Herbert, Joe Flacco, Khalil Shakir to Jamie. Jerry Judy. And now I think I'm going to take Quentin... No. <coughs> I'm going to take... I'm going to take Damian Pierce. I'm not going to give up on him just yet.
0: Ugh.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not going to give up on him just yet.
2: Um, you should you should give up
1: on him until like round thirteen or something. the Texans something. probably did.
2: I don't know, I don't know.
1: But oh, I man. was so many other running backs I'd rather have at this point.
2: No, oh, I should have taken Zach Charbonnet. Listen, yes, it's really hard. That's to, one of them. really. I don't have a. You know, I, I'm just. I'm doing all this. I'm drafting for two people. All right, now I'm going to take Quentin Johnston.
1: So you're going to destroy two picks? Eh.
2: No, I'm going to take Zach Charbonnet. Going to
1: okay tone for one out of stakes. two. Yeah.
2: Do I even have three receivers? I don't even know what my team... Yes, I do. (laughs) You only have three.
1: I only have three.
2: (laughs) Can I get the Pierce pick back? All right. After I took Pierce, Marquise Brown went, then Jahan Dotson, then Zach Charbonnet, and then there's Devin Singletary. Yeah, whatever. Give me Pierce. Um, Singletary goes, and then uh, Jamie's on the
1: clock. You'll be kicking yourself over that one later today. You'll be thinking to myself, (laughs) why did I do that? Why did I take a running back who couldn't... Barely averaged three yards per carry in one of the most explosive offenses in the league.
2: Well, he was the most, he was the highest ranked in the draft room because we're using 2023 (laughs) rankings. And I just saw the name and was like, sure.
1: Um, (laughs) Jamie took Roshan Johnson. I love drafting with people like that. You know, their money cash is just as well as sharp people's money does. (laughs)
2: Uh, Michael was on the clock and he took Tyler Lockett. Jamie, you took Roshan about a round after Khalil Herbert went. What are your thoughts there on the uh, Bears' backfield?
0: Um, I think it's going to be split. You know, I hope it's going to be split. I'd like to see a little bit more Roshan Johnson. Just so unfortunate that we got the concussion for him, uh, and and obviously more importantly, uh, he had the concussion. You know, so not to make light of it, but from from our evaluation standpoint, that he suffered the concussion when. Khalil Herbert had the ankle injury, and we never got to see him maybe in more of a featured role because of Deontay Foreman's presence. So I'm expecting um, a, a better offense no matter who the quarterback is, just either the maturation of, of Justin Fields and continue to get better or Caleb Williams coming in and maybe doing some different things. But I'm excited about Roshan Johnson as an upside type of play. And when we're getting to you know round 11, this would probably be round, let's say, 9 or 10 without the quarterbacks. Um, as a fourth running back, as a guy with upside, that's the type of player that I want to take a chance on.
2: All right, some picks that have been made since Jamie took Roshan. Tyler Lockett. Oh, we had an auto-draft. I'm just leaving it. I don't care. An auto-draft of Blake Bell.
1: No, back it up. Back it up. All right, fine.
2: I'm sorry. I'm supposed to be picking for Benny, but... Uh, you want
1: me to do it for you? Will I help you? Uh, well, you were
2: answering a question, so...
0: No, I'm saying, do you want me to just pick for Benny the rest of the
2: way? Uh, yeah. because you've ruined it. Yeah. Oh, Benny's team's uh, pretty bad, so... Uh, but no, then we have to back out a whole bunch... All right, so it was... TJ Hawkinson and Josh Downs after that? All right, that's
1: fine. Right, so don't pick those guys.
2: All right, let's pick for Benny. All right, I got you. Jamie's going to make a pick, and then Dave
1: takes... Benny gets a jet.
2: Dave will take Hawkinson, and then i
1: Gibson!
2: I'll select Josh Downs dumb, for the dumb, guy dumb, after that.
1: What uh, are you, you thinking there, Jamie?
2: I'll give him Quentin Johnson. Oh, come on! I could have done that.
1: Brilliant pick, amazing pick. Congratulations. All right,
2: Dave, take Hawkinson. Okay. Dave doubles up on tight end. He already has the Porta, but good
1: It's just there. a value pick. Not to mention I apparently I'm building the all ACL recovery team between Hawkinson and Chubb. But what the hell? It's February. Super Bowl hasn't even happened yet. There you go. Uh, but this is this is how this is how you try and build a roster up and play for the second half of the season. You're going to pick players early on. Obviously, that'll be able to help your squad now. If Chubb's ready to go, that's great. He tore his ACL in September. Hawkinson, I know I'm going to be waiting on at least four games before he comes back off the pup list. But if he comes back and he's strong, that's another trade chip that I have in this league.
2: Okay, Hawkinson, Josh Downs, Jamison Williams, Ty Chandler, Pat Friermuth is the last pick of round 11. Oh, second to last pick of round 11. We have one more. We'll do twelve rounds and we'll call it a day. Um, I would like to draft Wandale Robinson. I think he is good at this point.
1: Man, stop naming guys in my queue.
2: I guess I'm not gonna get him then. I would also like to draft I would <laughs> I would like to draft Gabe Davis for old time's sake and see if would. I see if a team will use him differently. I don't think he's gonna be back in Buffalo. And I would like for him to have, you know, a more respectable route tree. And because remember that one game? Was it against the Bengals? I remember it was a Thursday night game. I can't remember who it was. Against. It wasn't the Bengals. Um, he had like his, one of his lowest route depths ever, his lowest A dot. He had a big game. And he showed he can do it, you know, in a small sample size. I like to see him get, oh, he just got picked. Ah, screw him. He sucks. All right, Miles Sanders. <laughs> Miles Sanders was the last pick of round 11. Gabe Davis, Adam Thielen, Darren Waller. The first three picks of round 12. Gabe Davis, Adam Thielen, Darren Waller. All right, we get a little youth movement there with Thielen and Waller. Alexander Madison. By the way, Ty Chandler was picked in round 11. That was a nice little pick there. Here's Madison.
1: You'll be cutting him before week one, so nice pick.
2: Yeah, we will be cutting him. You'll be adding Damian Pierce. Um, this is our last round, chase Brown,
1: you
0: have
2: to remember those types of players. I'm going to put Wandale in my queue here, Dave. So no, I'm going to drop him for
1: Benny. Just to oh, Dave you. took Wandale. <laughs> he was the top receiver in my queue. Chance of getting around 10 PPR points per game. As long as he's healthy. That's all right. 12.4 in his final five.
0: Benny. <laughs> will get the Brown starting running back in week one. Jerome Ford. They
1: could upgrade on him. Might not have him.
2: Uh, I, I mean, I Chubb will be back for week one.
1: Yeah, but I don't know if he'll be back with the Browns.
2: Yeah, they said they wanted to bring him back. They said they wanted to bring yeah. Flacco back also.
1: Right. Wait, Jamie's, so,
2: Jamie's worse at picking for Benny than I am. What's going on here?
1: I could
2: <laughs> Jerome Ford to Benny. Oh, Benny. Benny, Benny, Benny. You made like two picks and then you left. So what happened there? Uh Jaleel McLaughlin is taken. And Not Jamie's on fact. the clock.
0: Uh yes, I am. This worked out well.
2: Jamie's going to take. Cole Komet. Cole Komet. Sure. As a oh, as your oh, you didn't even have a tight end. How about that? All right. Cole Komet. Get catch and passes from Caleb Williams. Mike Williams is the next pick. I am going to take Traylon Burks. It's good upside play. And we have one pick left. So let's recap our teams. We actually have uh, two more rounds, but we'll just recap our teams after 12 rounds. With the second pick, I have Jalen Hurts and Deshaun Watson at quarterback. Running back, I have Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery, Aaron Jones, Zach Charbonnet, and this Pierce guy that someone tricked me into picking. Um... At wide receiver, AJ Brown, Garrett Wilson, and DeAndre Hopkins and Traylon Burks. So I got that Titans passing game. Yay! Um, and then at tight end, I have Mark Andrews. So I'm actually I'm actually pretty happy with this team. Uh, I don't no, you're have not. a yeah. I don't have a. No, you're really not. You don't you don't like it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why not? I have AJ Brown, Garrett Wilson. That's great to start at wide receiver. Wide receiver three is Hopkins and Traylon Burks. That's not good, but I have Mark Andrews. Jalen Hurts and Deshaun Watson. I think Watson's underrated. I think he's a fine QB, too. Um, And then as far as my running backs go, Jacobs, Montgomery, Aaron Jones, Damian Pierce, Zach Charbonnet. That's fine.
1: I'm fine with that. You'll find team. starters from that group. Well, from f- four of those guys.
2: I need I Brown and Garrett Wilson to be really good. And if they're really All right, make your pick.
1: Team.
2: Oh, what the hell? I'm picking again? It's, this is still happening? I don't have a problem with your team, Adam. I think it's good. Thanks. Jamie, go ahead. Talk about your team.
0: Uh, my team is uh, Lamar Jackson and Tua Tagovailoa at quarterback. I only have two. I'll probably only end up with two. Uh, Bijan Robinson and Travis Etienne at running back, along with Najee Harris and Roshan Johnson. My receivers are Tank Dell, Drake London, Jaden Reed, Terry McLaurin, and Khalil Shakir. And Cole Komet is my tight end as of now. I'll probably take a second one right here if he falls to me.
2: All right. So Lamar Jackson and Tua, Bijan and Etienne. Wide receivers are Dell, London, Jaden Reed, Terry McLaurin. You also have Najee Harris, Kalilushki. Yeah, you're you have a good team, but not as good as mine, I think. No, just yours is great. But uh Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you know, I have AJ Brown and Garrett Wilson. Your number one receiver is coming off a broken leg, Tank Dell.
1: It's true. Dave, your team I'm one of three managers in this draft that took QB with each of my first two picks. So I think I paid for it a little bit. There's a couple of spots where I paid at running back and wide receiver, not having as good of players as others in this league. But I've got Burrow and Jordan Love, and it's my favorite QB duo that anybody has in this league. So I think I've got a huge edge there, provided that Burrow stays healthy. And I got Derek Carr in round seven to back those guys up. My running (laughs) backs, Jonathan Taylor in round three. Nick Chubb in round eight, DeAndre Swift in round nine. Between those three, I should be able to have two starters from that crew each week. Receiver, I'm weak. Debo Samuel is my wide receiver one. DK in round six is wide receiver two. Jacoby Myers in round 10. He's going to end up being one of my favorite value picks. I think he's locked into a clear role in Las Vegas. His PPR points per game has been right around what Terry McLaurin's given. McLaurin went two rounds earlier. I was actually debating between McLaurin and Myers. I would have been much more excited about McLaurin if Cliff Kingsbury wasn't his OC. I'm still taking McLaurin over Myers, but I love the value that I got with Myers and then Wandale Robinson, maybe 10 PPR points per game. He's my wide receiver four. I took the first tight end in the draft with Sam Laporta. That was in round five. I absolutely love that value. Took him then. TJ Hawkinson later on, hoping that he recovers from his ACL. So I love the depth of my team. I just don't have that top talent. Um, I don't have like a pair of great running backs or a pair of great wide receivers, but I've got the pair of great QBs and in a super flex league, I think that can help carry you a lot further than those other positions.
2: Okay. Uh, Sorry, Dave. You did get auto picked. That's fine. You got Michael Wilson. Um, That's who I wanted. Let's take a look. Let's take a look at a couple of teams that didn't draft a quarterback early. Benny, who I was picking for and then Jamie was picking for, had the sixth overall pick, and he went Justin Jefferson, Brees Hall. I actually think I made the Brees Hall pick for him. So he made one pick, Justin Jefferson. Uh, Brees Hall. Now, this team's just not great because not an ideal way to draft. But, you know, Kirk Cousins and Aaron Rodgers and Kenny Pickett are his quarterbacks. He has Brees Hall, Isaiah Pacheco, Khalil Herbert, and Jerome Ford. Not bad. Justin Jefferson, Amari Cooper, Christian Watson, Deontay Johnson, Quentin Johnston. Oh, we never gave him a and tight end. We did not give him a tight end. <laughs> so, but we we still he still has a pick left, so he can have um, Musgrave, Luke Musgrave. Oh, yikes! Yeah, Luke Musgrave will be his tight end. Michael Mayer, uh, something like
0: if that. If we did a better job with his quarterbacks, he would be okay.
2: Okay, so he could have had Trevor Lawrence instead of Cousins. I don't think. I don't think there's a quarterback that went after Rodgers that you would have taken Stafford over Rodgers. I would have taken Rodgers. I would take Stafford. Yeah, but he has a he has a pretty solid team. Other than if you maybe if you liked Lawrence a lot better than Cousins. Um, and then Alejandro who took a quarterback in round four and then his second quarterback in round eight. First pick of round four, first pick of round eight. But Alejandro has Trevor Lawrence and Daniel Jones. He has Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, Jalen Warren, and Miles Sanders. And his receivers are his strength. Jamar Chase, Amonra St. Brown, Devontae Smith, Romeo Dobbs, and Gabe Davis. And he has Trey McBride.
0: It's just not strong enough to overcome the quarterbacks.
2: I tend to agree. And one team I don't like. I don't like these running backs here. Andrew took Herbert and Purdy with his first two picks but then he took Evans and Adams with his next two picks. And his running backs are Derek Henry, Austin Eckler, J.K. Dobbins, Chuba Hubbard, and Alexander Madison.
0: If you combine them all, you might have a <laughs> good running back.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you should have taken, I think Ken Walker over Henry. Or if you would take, you just should have taken maybe Spears. If you had Henry and Spears, then that would be a pretty interesting combo. But Henry, Eckler, Dobbins, Chubbard, Madison, that's not great. Chubbard? Yeah, that's what I call him. All right, thanks, everybody. Appreciate your time. Thank you to everybody who drafted with us. Except for Benny. And Schaefer, for tough work. Schaefer did a lot here. Put together the draft, did the draft board. Um, great effort there. Thank you for getting this going. And uh, special thanks to all of the listeners who drafted with us. Yeah, like I said, except for Benny. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. on fantasy football
1: today.